Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar, huh? Vista. Hasta la Vista, baby. Hasta la Vista, yes, yes. They, <laughs> they certainly, they went to Vista Del Mar and they proved that women can make movies exactly as dumb as guys' movies. That was that was the message I got, right? Uh-huh. I told you. I told you that. I watched it, I watched it first. And yeah. I texted Josh and I was like, this is so dumb. Said, what? It's oh, but it's cute though, right? It's it's like it's like fun. And I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe you didn't grow up with these terrible movies like I did, like Zoolander. It felt very no, much. I like grew that. up with Zoo. I'm not that young. I okay, I, right. I also had Zoolander vibes from it as well. I had that same thought. <laughs> I put it like in my notes. The Morgan Freeman crab that had <laughs> Yeah, Zoolander was good though. Like, I don't know. I liked Zoolander. Zoolander was no, dumb I, in a good way. I did too. Maybe we've just grown up out of that phase. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah, no, this was more this was more a Zoolander 2 quality than <laughs> Zoolander 1. And I couldn't a, sit through all of Zoolander 2 if that says oh, anything. That's harsh. I didn't did I wow, if I you know what? I oh, I remember what it was. I watched Dumb and Dumber 2. Oh, yeah, I was, couldn't finish that either. And that was so disappointing that I didn't watch Zoolander 2. That's what Yeah. <laughs> Zoolander 2 is just nothing but cameo after cameo after cameo. They just tried to fit as many cameos in as they could. And yeah, it wasn't good. I know. Meanwhile, you can order a cameo right now for $100 of your favorite star on cameo.com. Not our new sponsor. I know. I was like, do you have something to tell me? No, we're still not making money, you guys. No, not yet yet. But this, this, this ad could be you. This ad could be you. That's right. That's right. Um, look at us. Look at how adorable we are, don't you? There, there you go. We're delightful. Okay, this is the part where we'll be rolling our theme music for the podcast. Let's go. They yell about directors, yell about the plot, yell about the acting, but they also talk a lot. But mostly Josh and Cassie yell about the movies. Let's go. Okay, great. We're back. <laughs> We're back, guys. All right. This it's is like no time pass at all. Yeah. Brand new. This is the brand new Oscar night edition of Josh and Cassie Yellow Bot Movies. <laughs> it is. Thank uh, you. I honestly, I'm I'm glad we're recording this because I was glued to Twitter to like mm-hmm. an unhealthy level all weekend ahead of the Oscars and during the during the broadcast. So I'm glad to get away from it. I didn't pay attention to it at all because I was having an enjoyable weekend in New York. Anyway. Yes, you were. Yes, Lucky. it was great. It was great. Anyway, that's, that's all for me about that one, folks. Anyway, mm-hmm. so... Romance yep. through okay, anyway. Central Park. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, okay, guys. Spoiler. Wow. Okay, anyway, we're uh, we're a weekly movie review podcast that talks about the relatively new movies to stay on top of the conversation. I'm a freelance entertainment journalist of some description, and uh, we're, we're coming to you uh, right from a parent's house, and Cassie's in... Where are you at, Cassie? I'm in my apartment in Milwaukee. That's- there you go. That's great. <laughs> the place I've been to one time, not an apartment, just Milwaukee. Great. And we're talking about Vista Del Mar tonight. But before we get into that, what's the news from the Oscars? Who won? What's going on? When I turned it off, it was Best Supporting Actress from mm-hmm. Minari, the, who we thought would win. Yeah. Right. Who else? Not, I don't know, no really big. They always do the best. They always surprises. do the supporting actors first. Yeah. We haven't gotten to like lead actor or actress, I don't think. I don't know. Well, now I'm looking on Twitter again. <laughs> Damn it. I don't want to. There you go. All right. Never mind. Never mind. We'll find out. 
We'll find out. We'll find out at the end of the night. Okay, great. So Barb and Star, basically, Barb. guys, Barb and Star. This felt like one of those Saturday Night Live movies that's from a, a character sketch. They stretch out to a full length movie. Except totally. I've never heard of. Never. I don't think. I don't think these are characters they use on Saturday Night Live before. No. Saturday Night Live. <laughs> so this was. They just kind of freestyle this one, you guys. But I. I mean, there were some fun parts. I like the talk club. Did you like the talk club? Talk, yeah, that was funny. That was funny. That was cute. I mean, it started off. I loved the opening scene, the boy on mm-hmm. his bike with the music playing. I thought it was so cute. I thought it was so funny. And the fact that they worked that they worked at that furniture shop, but didn't yeah. really work. They just sat on the couch and tried yes. to dissuade a couple from buying the couch because they like to sit on it all day when they worked. That's right. <laughs> Barb and Star are best friends, you guys. Best friends for life. And they, and they, live, they, they even live together. They live together on these really cute 1950s style beds next to each other. Yeah. In Nebraska, which, by the way, I lived in Nebraska for a year. That mm-hmm. <laughs> Nowhere in Nebraska looks like. Like, they were very clearly in, like outside of Los Angeles or something in the outside scene. I was like, there's no way that small town, Nebraska, not even exactly. maybe, maybe Omaha, maybe mutual of <laughs> Omaha. Well, well, great. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of weird, a lot of weird parts, a lot of twists that made no sense. Basically this movie just sort of freestyled everything. It didn't, I mean, it was had weird, funny parts It had bad, funny parts, but none of it quite made sense with its own internal rhyme scheme, except to say that you could do whatever you wanted. Like the little Asian boy is a super spy from, it was like a spy kids moment. He's he's like delivering newspapers. And then all of a sudden he's going down a spy, a spy tube. And then he, I was like, that's when I started saying, wait, what, what's happening when he like, like opened the secret entrance to like a tree mm-hmm. or something like that. I was like, what is this? What's what's happening? I well, thought this well, I thought this was gonna be like a fun girls trip movie, you know? Exactly. <laughs> the tra- oh the trailer doesn't mention anything about the villain, uh the side the ba- no. the main plot of the movie where the yeah where the, the villain, Kristen Wiggs alter ego, she plays two roles in this movie. The villain, <laughs> the white pasty faced villain is trying to uh, kill everyone on Vista Del Mar on the uh, the the seafood jam fest because she was embarrassed as a kid. Is Vista Del Mar it's, it's it's that's a fake place, right? It sounds like a real place that would be in Florida, but I don't. You know, you know, I didn't. I didn't respect <laughs> this movie enough to read about this. One. I didn't even look into it. I was like, this is so <laughs> stupid. I don't even care. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it may or may not be a real place. If if you're from there, you uh, and you're listening to this, you can call in. Uh, and we'll put you on. But but I'm 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 sure like but the, the, the things they're describing, like the seafood jam fest and the seashells, like that that kind of crap is real. So. They're, they're, they're making fun of beach life at Vista Del Mar. All right. I just want to say a little bit about like their characters. Before. I didn't get 40, like 40 something year old vibes from them. I got more like 50 and 60 year old vibes. <laughs> they reminded me of my mom. Yes. Like the way they dress and the, the like big chunky necklaces. <laughs> yeah. I was like that. I'm not going to look like that in 10 years. What? I mean, God, I hope not. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Listen, just uh, let it go, Cassie. Just you know, let your let your inner cat lady oh, out. I feel no. like I refuse. Inner, inner cat lady. I mean, that's what they were, right? Cat ladies. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I don't know when it when they like lived together. I was like, wait, are they like are they like together? No, you. <laughs> I didn't know. Josh was no, like, don't I mean, put that image in my head. <laughs> right, no, I mean they didn't. No, they didn't give up any vibes of that at all. Yeah, I don't know. Just, 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 just two best friends who. Had nothing else to do, but again, don't, on a don't, couch. Let, 
And so, okay. okay, so they lose their, their job at the furniture store and they get fired from the talk club where for lying. Right, for lying. Mm-hmm. It was the topic was jobs. They made up the fact that they had a great day at their job and then they were lying and they were kicked out of the talk club. My favorite part of the talk club was Phyllis from the office who yes. only wanted to talk about horses. I know. She was like, Can I talk about horses? And then and then uh, the girl from Saturday Night Live, whose name I can't remember. Vanessa Bayer. There you go. Thank Love you. Her. She's, yeah. Yeah, yes. she's fun. She took away her hot dog suit, which looks gross. <laughs> hot dog suit. Wow, that's gross. Okay, so they go to Vista Del Mar, and there's a fun little dance number at the beginning where they get greeted by everyone at the hotel staff. Yeah, it's like it's like Danny Warbucks, like welcoming Annie into <laughs> into the mansion. Exactly, and every you know they, they do this long dance number, this kind of like a Busby Berkeley thing from the 1920s. You must have you seen those the old the old swim girls videos from the 1920s where no, they do all these. You were alive. Animals. You were alive in the 1920s. I was not, so I'm not actually aware of what you're talking about. I'm sorry. Well, anyway, kids, look it up. Busby Berkeley on YouTube. Well, he he had these stylized dance numbers in a pool with a lot of girls in similar outfits. And they would do all these choreography in the pool. Oh, like synchronized swimming? Yeah, synchronized swimming. Except it was like hundreds of girls in the pool. And anyway, so those that kind of in and out big song and dance number was, you know, kind of that was that was a takeoff on that. Just like hundreds and things have been ever since then. Anyway, they they don't get to go to the hotel at first because the (laughs) for some reason in a waste of time they go to the motel accidentally because they booked the wrong place, which Mm -hmm. is just a which is just a waste of five minutes because I guess they didn't have enough screen time to fill the movie otherwise. So they made up the side plot where they had to go to a boring motel. Oh, okay. I have a question. Was that Mario Lopez? Was that Mario Lopez for like two seconds by the pool? Oh, you mean the guy playing cards at the bottom of the empty pool in the motel? No, 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 no. Like during the, the song and dance part. Oh, I, I swear to I, I was like, is, is it? And I went, I looked, I Googled it. I didn't see anything. But if it wasn't him, it was someone who looked exactly like him. I, or I'm I didn't see that. But I didn't there see were, that. But there were cameos. So I thought maybe it was, but I'm not there sure. There were. Anyway. And apparently, apparently the black guy detective was one of the Wayans brothers. I couldn't recognize which one he was. One of the Wayans brothers' sons, I think, right? Was it? I, I don't it know like, who that guy is. I they it all was look like, the same age. They all look like they're 30. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> We talked about this before. It's I know. Of, they don't age. I know. It was a Wayans. It, it might be a son. We don't know. But it was it was a weird s- subplot that went absolutely nowhere yeah. with, one of the, with the Wayans. And he pretended he was a detective. And then he wrestled uh, this guy at the end that, that was working for the pasty face, the Kristen Wiig character. Mm-hmm. And again, that the, the character went absolutely nowhere. And for me, added nothing to the plot. But the Wayans guy, did, did that do anything for you at all? No, I still don't know why he was in the movie. I felt like they just wanted to stick him in there somehow. I, I, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I have to say, I, I did find the storyline really funny of like Jamie Dornan's character. Was his name Edgar? Yeah, like, Edgar. Yeah. Really wanting a relationship with, right. with the, the evil Kristen Wiig. And she was just like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> He's just like super into this like weird, like, like like sheet white ghost woman yeah (laughs) he's just this hot guy and he's just all about her and she's like yeah maybe i don't know maybe someday she's like maybe we can be official he's like she's like oh yes of course yeah Yeah. (laughs) sure we can (laughs) and then and then as soon as he leaves she calls you know the asian kid yo-yo which by the way if this was a if this was a not ridiculous comedy 
That would clearly be such a racist name. I know, right? <laughs> yo, yo. It's like uh, like Harry Potter, Cho Chang. Ugh. Oh, boy. There's uh, gosh, so many so many weird things. And the beginning of the movie was about culottes. Were you familiar with this clothing choice? That culottes? They Am with? I familiar with culottes? Yes. Yes. Oh, of course. Of course. Please, please expound. I'd never heard of culottes before. They're, you know, they're like, I don't know, calf, mid-calf, mm-hmm. ankle-length pants. And yeah. they're, but they're like very wide-legged. Right. Yeah. Like, like parachute pants for women, kind of? Sh- sure. I mean, I guess that's one way to describe them. They're very, well, that- they're popular among, you know, Midwestern moms. <laughs> Okay. They make me think of my mom when I think of them. Oh, well, yeah. that, okay, well, that's adorable. But <laughs> they also saved their life at the end of the movie when they're being chased by alligators. Yeah, and I said out loud, oh, my God, this is so dumb when that happened. But, yeah. And the whole movie was apparently narrated by Morgan Freeman the Crab. <laughs> so I was like, do I need I was like, do I need to be high on something to be watching this? <laughs> I think that would help. Also, I don't think that was really the voice of Morgan Freeman. I think it was an impersonator. Do you think so? Right? I thought it was really Morgan Freeman. I don't know. I think a lot of people could do the voice of the Morgan Freeman crowd. <laughs> I mean, they really got Reba McIntyre. So if you can get they Reba. Get Reba Mac- oh, yeah. That was, a, again, just one of the inane side plots. They kept talking about the best name would be Trish. And then for five <laughs> minutes on the plane when they're going to visit Del Mar, they're like, and Trish should do this. And, That's you funny. know, and Trish, if she lost her job, she would say this. And I know. I used to work with a girl named Trish and I. Like I Facebook messaged her like, LOL, have you seen this? <laughs> that's that's only funny if you know someone named Trish or if your name is Trish. Right. I, I think the thing is a lot of these jokes were like super specific for people who've been to these places or know <laughs> something like that. Otherwise, like, It's like a movie filled with inside jokes from yes. by the writers and the actors who are in them. And we're just kind of watching going, what's what's happening? Like, I'm sure this is funny if you're in on the joke, but I don't get right. it. Like that really specific thing about $3 shell uh, wrist bracelets. I don't even remember that. There was, you know, places to stop and buy like cheap tacky souvenirs of like bracelets made out of teeny tiny shells and stuff. And one time they were being chased and then they're like, oh, shell wrist bracelets. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't remember. It's okay. It was the thing. It was well, any, any of these little tourist trap places like in Florida right. or even, you know, some other place have this yeah. kind of trap. I feel but. like the extras in this movie were the real stars. Like they had some. <laughs> They were a lot of extras and they were like acting extras. They weren't like, you know, you and I have both been extras and it can really vary on like how much work you actually have to put into it. Right. And these Mm -hmm. ones were really like, you know what I mean? There was like, there was screaming. There was like acting scared. These were some hardworking extras and extras never get their, never get their due. They really earn their money. What I was best at at being an extra was uh, hiding in the break room and and not going to set. That's what I was the best at. Really? (laughs) Yeah, if you have a good pillow and a blanket, you can really hide. Oh, <laughs> I mean, a- I mean, God, I felt like I sat there waiting to be pulled on set. I just couldn't wait. And sometimes they never put you on set. You just sit there for never. like twelve hours, and they don't need you. And they're like, "All right, time to go home." <laughs> I'm like, why it's, am uh, I here? It, it's fun, kind of like Barb and Stars and Nane Chatter at, at various points in the film, where they just talk about just absolutely nothing. Like I think she said one of their lines was, "You know, Barb, I think right now." All the raccoons are sleeping. What do you think about that? It's <laughs> like just, just totally <laughs> random, yes. random, weird observations. Just yeah. kind of making fun of, like you said, these like specific type of Midwest mom ladies, except they weren't moms. Yeah. So why would they be like that? 
it was like they were playing stereotypes, but stereotypes of who exactly, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I I don't know. I will say it, it did. It put me in a good mood. The colors were really vibrant. Mm-hmm. I loved, yeah, the, the colors were really vibrant and it really did feel like a vacation. It felt like a Florida beach vacation and it made me want to go on a vacation. I mean, we all need to go on a vacation at this point. I haven't been on a vacation in like two years. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, yeah. Who's, I mean, you drive everywhere. I don't drive anywhere. So I take airplanes. I'm bougie. Mm. I've I've heard this. I've heard. Okay. (laughs) Well, anyway, so. All right, so Barb and Star get to Vista Del Mar, mm-hmm. and and they get drinks with the, what's his name? What's the guy's name? Alex Edgar. Edgar, Edgar. and then uh, they pass out and wake up on top of each other in a hotel room. Yeah, this yeah, this hot guy is totally into these two random middle aged women from Nebraska, which happens all the time. You guys, <laughs> this was so true to life. Like, and yeah, and he calls up his villain girlfriend. And he's like, you know, I don't need you anymore. I found these two young, I know. okay, middle aged women. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's and then Kristen Wiig sees the photo of herself and she's like, well, she is very beautiful. <laughs> that was kind of funny. And then and then occasionally they would have like weird random musical numbers, like the part where, where yeah. Edgar was doing like splits on the beach, and that just felt like a total ripoff of the stylings of Lonely Island, you know, the, the those Lonely Island musical numbers. Yeah, like the SNL guys. Yeah. Yeah, the SNL guys. Yeah, like, it was weird. I didn't I didn't love that. I didn't understand what that was about at all. I guess maybe if the songs were better, it could have been fun. But right. the songs weren't even yeah, that good. So I was like, There you go. I don't remember the song. No, so how good not, not at all. And I just and I just watched this movie literally just now. Yeah, last night. You finished it like twenty minutes ago and you don't even remember. <laughs> I mean, well the, the whole thing was cringe humor. Like Barb like the Kristen Wiig and the other lady who by the way, what was the other actress's name? Do you remember? Oh, I had never seen her in anything okay. before. Me either. I think uh, she does a lot of like writing. I think she wrote Bridesmaids, I believe, something like that. Right, it was right. She did bridesmaids with her, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't see I don't it. Remember so her I name? Didn't see it. Okay. Have you seen bridesmaids? No. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll we'll watch it on a future classic episode. Yeah, it takes place in Milwaukee, so I mean, when, when we do when we do classic episodes of, okay. of older films, we'll do that one. Okay. There you go. I mean, the whole thing was cringe humor, like when she was talking to Edgar, and she was like, "Last night when I was with you, my toes felt like pieces of rice," and like. And that for one night, I felt less disgusting than I normally feel. So it was very much like just standard Ben Ben Stiller like cringe humor, except coming from women, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been a seafood jam queen? I was born a seafood jam queen. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, seafood jam uh, is my jam. <laughs> there you go. And uh, speaking of random weird cameos, Andy Andy Garcia as Tommy Bahama. Who who as who? What exactly? Exactly, Andy <laughs> Garcia. He was okay. Okay, star or bar, whichever one is not Kristen Wiig. Yeah, they 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 got mad at each other over Edgar. They sort of had a fight, and she went off by herself. And she yeah, and oh, she got the, on his the island. Older, the like handsome older guy, right? Yeah, the handsome older guy. They picked her up, and he said, "Please let me pick you up with my callous calloused hands." Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, those are lovely calloused hands." Yeah. And it was it was Andy Garcia, an actor most known for playing. He was. He's most known for Godfather Three, really. That's it. Okay, I was gonna say I, I don't know. Yeah, it's so it's been a known, while. He's and, known for the worst Godfather <laughs> movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Andy Garcia has kind of fallen off the map. Okay, that's okay. Well, Tommy he's, he's Aging very well, whoever he is. There you go. <laughs> Good uh, for you, Andy. 
Good for you. Let's see. Just should we talk about Morgan Freeman, the crab some more? I don't know, man. What <laughs> what all can you say about Morgan Freeman the Crab? Can we Google can you Google it and figure out if it was really Morgan Freeman? Because now I want to know. I just assumed that it was Morgan Freeman, but like mm. I I'll, I'll like like you quick. like you said, I didn't care enough when it was over to like do any research. Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman the crab. This should help. No, Morgan Freeman did not voice the crab. No, Thanks, I told you. I told you. You were right. I totally just assumed it was him. Told you. All right. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, Good call. Good call. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I noticed they talked a lot about wheat thins in this movie. About wheat thins? Did they? Yeah, at the beginning and the end of the movie, when they're doing their memories of each other, like. They had like wheat thins and then like Mr. Peanut was the Mr. Peanut character was looking sexy in his bedroom. Yes. Like totally completely random stuff. Whoa, did I hear a yes? Did you like <laughs> you like sexy Mr. Peanut? No, I'm saying yes. I remember them talking about how they thought Mr. Peanut was attractive because he looks smart <laughs> with his monocle. I was yes. I wasn't saying yes, I agree. I wanna have sex with Mr. Peanut. I was like <laughs> just okay. saying I remember uh, that I mean, part of the movie. Listen, Cassie, that's on you. You know, I don't get in your business too much. It's okay. I mean, go with your heart, Morgan the Freeman the Crab would say. Yeah, that's true. Guys, I mean, I just don't know. I don't know what else to say about this movie. I mean, it, there was weird subplots that made no sense. Basically, both of the girls were sneaking off to try to have a rendezvous with Edgar. Mm-hmm. And they did like 19, 1980s sitcom trope style stuff of like sneaking out and putting a pillow and in the bed to make it look like she was gone. And then they felt guilty for sneaking out with Edgar. And they were like, oh no, it's a lie. I have to leave. I can't live with myself. All right. there. Okay. So there was one scene where I did laugh when after he had tied them up and they were right. like untying themselves. That was he, good. He would look away and look back and they would like very obviously be like oh, untying yeah, themselves and they would just freeze. And he right. Because Edgar was giving the story of his life of how he became a villain. And they were, meanwhile, they were using that time to untie themselves. Yeah, that made me and laugh. Was, like th- that really did make me laugh. Right. Okay. Yeah. It had some, it had some weird moments of brilliance and absolutely just nonsensical stuff. Right. Some cringe humor, some gross out humor, like Kristen Wiig, when she said, she said, when we had sex, I, I feel like your dong went straight to my heart. She said, wait, really? She I- did say that. <laughs> remember that i must have walked out of the room for that yeah it was <laughs> so humor, like i said it's so dumb yeah <laughs> a dumb movie but i mean it had some fun lines you know not quite anchorman or zoolander level you know josh you and i really do have the same brain sometimes i was thinking <laughs> i was thinking as i was watching last night i was like this is a little quotable it's not anchorman quotable but it's a little quotable <laughs> A little bit. This is why we do this podcast. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. And if you sit through the credits at the end, it goes back to the girls at the talk club. And and you see uh, Vanessa Bayer take the hot dog soup from Phyllis again because she says, I want to talk about horses. Really? I didn't sit through the credits. I didn't. Oh, yeah. Okay. If you you fast forward through the credits, I didn't sit through them. I kept hitting Mm -hmm. next, next, next Mm -hmm. on the the Amazon box. There's another scene at the talk club. And Phyllis says, I want to talk about horses some more. And Vanessa Bayer takes her hot dog soup away. And, oh, and you missed the very final scene in the movie. The the weird pasty-faced white guy with the Speedos that was next to Barb when they were like on the fake. Anyway, you don't remember the, the guy in the Speedo? Just the random white dude on the Speedo. Anyway. Maybe. Anyway, he talks to the camera and he says, the best ships are friendships and may they always be. 
And Morgan Freeman, the crab, had the final line. He said, yes, I agree. <laughs> the best ship of friendship. I'm a little disappointed it wasn't actually Morgan Freeman. I wonder if they asked Morgan Freeman and he said no. Which, if he did say no, I mean, good on him. I don't know. I'm, right? just, I'm a little heartbroken that it wasn't him. Yep. And uh, anyway, the movie's... Well, they didn't kill anybody in this movie, guys. Nobody died. In fact, uh, evil Kristen Wiig turned out just to be a girl who really wanted friends. Yeah. And when her evil plan was foiled... The mosquitoes didn't kill her because she Someone took Someone died antidote. at the very beginning, in the first scene. They, they, who died? The, the, that, like, guy who was, like, the, the researcher or the... That's right. That's right. There you go. Yep. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Good good catch, Cassie. You, you saved this one. Wow. Our eagle-eyed fans were going to call in. Yeah, and, and be like, you're wrong. Yeah. Yes. That's it. There was wrong. one death. Yeah. So, yeah. She got to be friends at the end. She got to be friends with everybody. She didn't die. And they had a fight scene somehow... They're just, they were just friends, and they didn't arrest her for trying to kill everyone yeah. with mosquitoes. For trying to commit mass murder, yeah. Yeah. Honest mistake. <laughs> who among yeah. us? Who among us? Talk it up. Talk <laughs> it up. You know, I mean, who among us has one to plot mass revenge on everyone in a small town for embarrassing us, embarrassing, embarrassing us at the Seafood Jam uh, Festival? Right. I want, I want to go to a seafood jam festival. I, I, what, would, what would be your favorite part? The seafood. I I got you. Well, this is uh, this is quality uh, entertainment. Can you believe this? Quality. Guy, this anyway, podcast one thing is I can, free. Great. I mean, <laughs> well, you know, I mean, Apple just introduced premium premium subscription subscriptions, guys. So this is this this outtake stuff is is it's probably going to go right in there. Uh, so when you subscribe, you're getting you're getting this stuff. Should we do a Patreon? Let's do a Patreon. <laughs> Would anyone pay? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. We we could we could do a Q and A at the end of each episode. <laughs> Do That'd it. Great. Let's do great. it. We'll be full time podcasters in no time. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. What's honestly, left to even whole, say about this? Yeah. This, right. Well, okay. Well, the whole film, the whole film is filled of not filled with nonsensical gags. They don't even go anywhere. Sometimes they don't build on each other. Sometimes yeah. there's characters that don't build to any conclusion, like the Wayans character who served no purpose except to fill time with an hour and forty minute movie, which looked like it could have been an hour, honestly, and it needed a lot of padding, basically. Yeah. So uh, I'm trying to find some meeting out of this, which maybe like it's not even worth it. But there's a scene before they leave when they have that when they're sitting, you know, in their rooms and their (laughs) their beds that are side by side. Yeah. And Kristen Wiig says, star says, you know, star. star. She was star. Star. Right. I I was playing the other character. You're saying star. I was saying bar. 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 Star. Um. She says, all our memories are from so long ago, and none of our memories are from now, and I feel like we're fading away. Aww. And I had like, you know, I thought that was really, <laughs> that was sad. And that's, I mean, I think that does happen when you reach a certain age, right? And so that was kind of touching. And then as the movie progresses, they they learn that they don't need to be with each other 24-7. They start branching out and having their own lives, right? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, Star, like, starts a relationship with a man, and Barb is off doing all these adventures and, like, yeah, parasailing and all that. And they realize, like, oh, we we don't need each other as much as we thought, maybe, right? So there was character development. (laughs) There was growth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just feel like we'd be doing a disservice if we didn't point that out. So thank you for letting me do that. You are welcome, guys. We learned some life lessons from this PG-13, mildly funny, mildly raunchy film, Barry. So I guess the the lesson is if you try to kill everyone with mosquitoes, you could still be friends. Yeah. 
you won't get in trouble so long as you don't go no. through with it. Do you have any? Do you have any final thoughts on Barbara Star? Go to Vista Del Mar. Not really. I keep going back and forth in my mind of like. I was going to rate it higher when I was watching last night just because for what it is, I thought, you know, it's mindless humor and it just makes you happy. But now the more I talk mm-hmm. about it, the the less I like it. So, yeah, I don't know. You go first. You rate first. <laughs> I have performance anxiety for rating this one. I want to see what you have to say. I'm trying to look through my notes to see if there's anything, anything that I missed. I mean, just a whole lot of, I mean, it was weird. It was silly. It was not that zany, but yeah, I mean, you know, if, if like us, uh, you needed a relief from right. Minari the father, and the father yeah. and all of these other serious films we were doing, yeah. you might, uh, you might enjoy Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. We could say that. Guess I'll have to give this film six friendship bracelets out of 10. Like, <laughs> same mind. I was going to go with six two, six chunky necklaces out of 10. I think that's fair. I think that's fair yeah. because it's yeah. like for what it is, you're rating it for what it is, right? Like compared to Minari, is it like a six out of 10? No, right? Like compared to Minari, <laughs> it's like a one out of 10, but it's, you need some, you want something fun that'll like kind of make you happy and make you laugh. Like it's not going to be a totally wasted night if you, you know, if you want, if you watch this movie. Unless you're watching it by yourself. It is, it, this is clearly a movie to watch your friend. Yeah. By yourself, it is not as good. I mean, I watched it by the, myself. What's that? I watched it by myself. No, well, you know, I'm just realizing this is one of those movies that's more fun because it's dumb to watch your friend. Fun of it. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's more fun to make fun of it while you're watching it. And that's, and that's the lesson here, guys. I think, there you go. I think we all learned something tonight. We, there you go. All There's right, always a uh, lesson on Josh and Cassie Yellow about movies. There you go. Well, I, I I try to hype you guys up for the movie for next week, but I have no idea what it is. Yeah, what are we doing next week? Uh, wow, I don't know. Cassie, are any we idea? A podcast next week? I don't. Know. I, I, <laughs> Do we I have a guest so. next week? What's happening? Uh, no, no guest yet. Okay, no guest yet. Okay, cool. No, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out at some point this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Terrific. Uh, well, well, well. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. This is the, this this is the first episode that's also videoed on youtube assuming this part works and if it doesn't i'll just edit this part out of the audio recording so so it's not weird yeah okay yeah not weird at all okay and there's our theme music bye i told you they'd yell about directors yell about the plot they yelled about the acting hope they let the guests talk but mostly josh and kelly